0: Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emmanuel and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started hey it's Jen welcome back to grace filled and graceful the podcast where we help those women that are Christian entrepreneurs build an online business in a way that feels great to their soul so using their spiritual gifting and their natural leadership abilities to grow an online business is honoring to God I think so many times uh, the way that we're shown how to build an online business is by somebody that perhaps did it themselves has done it well. They are not only not you, but they are also not asked to do the same things you are. And so, taking that relationship that you have with the Lord in the listening that you do and the answering of the call and putting that into play and in growing your online business and bringing the glory to God. This is season three, and what we've been doing is breaking up the seasons a little bit. This season, we're talking about a pre-confirmation, and so the program that I have called "Answering the Call" is all about confirmation of our spiritual gifts and clarity in where God is ask us to go and confidence in growing the online business in a way that feels great to our souls using specific strategies that work with you. Because why? Because that is how he asked you to work. (laughs) And so uh, the pre-confirmation is just kind of like some um, mental shifts or some reminders or some um, mindset ideas that'll help us move into the confirmation section uh, a little bit easier uh, for building your online business. So as always, I want to give a shout out to those cities that have joined us over the past couple of weeks. I almost had finished recording this podcast and as I pull this up, um, I looked up at the screen and something had happened and it stopped recording. So um, you're going to get something even better than you would have if I didn't make the mistake because now I have extra practice. (laughs) So the cities that have been with us over the past couple of weeks, we have Brentwood, California, Dallas, Texas, Clarkston, Michigan, Jacksonville, Florida. I actually lived there for a little while. Wayland, Michigan, Ashburn, Virginia, Huntersville, North Carolina, and Clawson, Michigan. Um, right now, the second week of November, oh, the whole country, it seems like it is going through a cold spell. So I have the, it's like of a lower forties and rainy outside. I have my slippers and socks on, my big fluffy sweater and uh, there's actually a space heater under my desk. I hope you can't hear that. Uh, And every so often the kitty decides that she wants some of that space heater action she gets on my lap. But uh, grab some coffee and let's hang out together while we talk this week about boundaries. I know that doesn't might not sound very fun, but uh, it's required and you know what? As with anything, it's all in how you look at it and we can get excited about putting some boundaries in place, I promise. So I don't know about you, feel free to um, shoot me an email. That email address, uh, how to read me is in the show notes because I would love to know as well. But growing up, I don't remember hearing the word. Uh, And I did think back uh, until maybe my mid-20s. Now, it may have been that I was just like any other kid. And as we're growing up, really our brain is set into a mode not necessarily of being a thriving. It's more of a survival mode, right? You would know that from uh, working with uh, helping a child through the stages of where they don't want to share. Everything is theirs. Everything is no. It's all them centered. And as the child grows up, then we move into maybe the preteen years and it all has to do with fitting in with their social calendar and surviving that. But really it was my mid-20s that I heard about the idea of foundation of um, boundaries. And al- although maybe we didn't hear about that word until later in life, uh, I started hearing more about it when when I was building my first business, um, boundaries have always been acted out for us. So how we were raised, what we saw, what we heard, all of that as we were learning about the world, uh, we could see um, maybe not even be told about it, but we could see how boundaries worked with people. So I was thinking about uh, parallels or or ideas about what I could think of to describe a boundary. And I, the thing that kept coming to mind is if you are building a foundation of a house, they put up the wood framing first, the framing of where the foundation is going to be. And then what do they do? Then they pour the cement into that framework. And let it harden and then they take the, the wood off of it and you have that foundation, that strong solid foundation that when you walk on it, you're sure-footed. You know what's going to happen. You know it's going to be hard. You're going to be able to propel yourself across it by walking. Uh, you're you're going to know what it feels like. It, 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 you don't have to think about it. Whereas if you were working with perhaps uh, the situation where you didn't put up the wooden frame, you just poured the cement, what are you going to get? You're going to get a uh, pretty much just sludge and mess and goo going everywhere. It's not going to stay where you want it. Uh, it's going to be difficult, if at all possible, to walk through. You're not going to know with each step what it's going to feel like. And it's a lot more stressful to feel, to figure out how you're going to move through this situation. And so if you imagine your life with boundaries and without perhaps you can see some things or maybe at a place where you are now in your business where you're like, oh if I just put some boundaries around that, it would be so much easier to navigate. So that's what we're gonna uh, get more into. Running our own businesses requires the skill of boundary setting, realizing there's an issue, and then realizing that if you had a boundary built around this particular issue, it would all but eliminate the issue. And so how do we learn about this? This is how I learned about it. Uh, I realized, well, that's what I want. I want I learned I wanted to have a boundary there. I saw that it would make a good it would be a good decision to have that. But then there comes the growth. And the growth part is the frustrating part. There's disappointments, there's pain of creating that boundary and holding the boundary. And then as you get confident in building those boundaries, you're moving forward in your business and in life that there's going to be more boundary creations expected of you. I think that boundaries are a lot like priorities and I think that you probably have heard me used this um, this analogy before, but uh, in thinking about priorities and boundaries, it's like the rocks in the river of life. The water is the river, and the water is life. It's, it represents life, and it's going to keep coming at you. It's going to keep flowing. It's going to keep moving. Sometimes the river's going to rise. Sometimes it's going to go down a little bit, but the river never stops at the rock and says, hey, you need to move it. What are you doing? Get out of the way. The rock doesn't even pay attention to it it's just standing there and if you think about it the rocks have a lot to do with the shape of the riverbed and so the rocks are telling the water where to go and how to move so if you imagine that the rocks are your boundaries it's going to put uh, alleviate a lot of stress okay so the first point in boundaries is that they're going to be like like how we treat our priorities the next point about our boundaries is that it's the only person that can create a boundary for you and know what boundary would be work well for you in that situation is you. Your boundaries are not up to another person. It's your decision. It's not theirs. The third point I wanted to talk about a boundary is that it trains people to know how to behave around you and what they can expect from you. Especially in business, it's about trust. It's about respect. It's about honoring and teaching others how to treat you and your time. So let's go back to the first point. Boundaries are like priorities. As we're building our businesses, there's a lot of things that we have as priorities, right? We're, we're not into the destroy your life to win in business. We're not into the hustle culture. We're not into doing whatever it takes to win, uh, even if it's not not of integrity. We've been asked to put a lot of things in order of priorities, of course, there is the God time, the relationship that you have with the Lord and asking Him questions, Him answering the questions, Him telling you where to go, what to do, how to do it. There's the time priority. We're only given a certain amount of time every day. And so that framework, that boundary around your time, and knowing how to use time in a way that is going to serve you serve the Lord the best, most efficient way possible. Now, God's not in a hurry and he is known to take his time with things, but to honor his time is what we're going for here. Money, boundaries around money, not only for your family's finances, but your business finances and what you will and you won't spend money on based on where it is that you are in your journey. Family boundaries, that could be spending time with your family, that could be boundaries that you set with your family so that you can spend time on the business, and communicating what's in it for them, and what you've been asked to do, and even showing them a good good work ethic, a good obedience effort, uh, and having them almost be part of the journey with you. And of course, business uh, business boundaries what you can expect from people, letting them know how to treat you and what they can expect from you. Again, building that trust, that respect. Okay, number two, going back to the boundary, that boundaries train people to know how to behave around you, how to treat you and what they can expect from you. It's about trust and respect and honor. So I was reaching out to another woman in business to set up a partnership with her because she and I have a lot in common. Uh, I just really enjoy being around her, and I thought it would make a great partnership. And so what she offered to me was that she was excited about talking about this potential partnership, and she let me know it would be better to have this conversation because of what she's doing right now in her business uh, after the holidays. And then she created a boundary that said, just for time purposes— could you make a video of what you want to cover in our time together and send me the quick video so that I kind of know what's going on. And then when we get together after the holidays, we could, uh, we can just pick right up. And I was just so impressed with her, her ability to deliver direct boundaries. And she did it in such a way that was delightful and, was so honoring and respectful, and so I had nothing more than to want to sh- share that same, same respect and honor to her and honoring what her boundaries were. And getting into the next part, I think that boundaries can be really challenging on many levels, but I think the, the most challenging part about boundaries is having to communicate them Because we fear that we might push people away, that they might think we're asking too much of them, that we're scared to be alone or not accepted. And at some point, we have to choose not to deal with that fear, but move forward and be willing to go through the other fears about being misunderstood or feeling that we might be pushing people away. Instead, how about we are teaching people who it is that you want to spend time with and... Instead of feeling like you're going to be alone or not accepted, how about believing that you are going to be right for the right people? And just expressing your boundaries or what's required to work with you is important for the integrity of your business and selecting who fits and who does it, and not believing that you're here to serve every human being on the earth because you're not Jesus. (laughs) I'm glad that that led one, one thing into another, the, the boundary trains people and then acknowledging that there's some harder parts about boundaries and that, you know, as you exper- experience more and more a boundary setting, you get much more confident and comfortable with what it is you're asking for and what um, you're expecting people to um, honor your boundaries just as you honor would honor theirs. And wrapping it up, I wanted to really focus on the importance of boundaries as it pertains to your spiritual gifting. Our whole program is based on the spiritual gift that when you were created, because this gift was given to you by God to do his work for his glory. It's your path, which is another form of boundary, to walk on, to run on. Uh, to ride a bike on, how to cartwheels down, whatever. <laughs> However, he is instructing you to walk that path. He's created that path. That spiritual gift for you is that path. You might not know what is on the next step of the path, but you know it's a path, and you can trust it. That it's going to be like that foundation of the house. That you once you remove, you pour the cement, you remove the wooden shell. You're stuck. You you get a. A sure footed path, a sure footed um, foundation to walk on. You know what to expect when your foot hits that concrete. The same thing with your walk with God, right? You're on this path. This path is created for you based on your gifting and what God wants you to do with it. Why would God ask you to ignore the gift he's given you? Why would he ask you to wield a machete and go out to the jungles and swing? A swing with frustration and confusion and we can eliminate those things altogether so that you can enjoy the journey. So if you're trying to build your online business in a way others want you to build it, and it's feeling like you're tr- trying to hack through that jungle with that mach- machete, instead of moving forward at his pace on the path he gave you, that's he, the path he's created, I think it might be time to accept the boundary of your spiritual gifting and your leadership gifting as the gifts that they are to help make the journey more enjoyable. Speaking of leading in your spiritual gifts, I have an assessment that was created that helps you to see what type of of leader you are. And there's four distinct types of leaders. It's a free assessment, and you can go to my show notes at the very bottom and just click on the link about filling out that assessment for your leadership strength wrapping up to today i want to make sure that you pay attention to your email because i'm sending an email out in the next couple of days i do one a week and you can get on that email list in my show notes and next week we are actually going to start to get into some of the spiritual gifts and strengths and weaknesses of each one that might it's probably going to be more than one podcast to cover all of that but uh i i Um, I look forward to at least touching bases on the the main points so that uh, you can further visualize the path in front of you. Here is to a great week. And for those of you in the frigid air out there, stay warm and cozy, and we will see you next week.